0: Welcome back to Dash Radio's NBA Summer League special. Uh, We are here on the Wednesday edition, the preliminary games before the tournament started. Um, Just ended last night. Really exciting few days here at the NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. I'm your host today. My name is TJ. With me, as always, Jeremiah, how is it going?
1: It's going great. Exciting to be in Vegas watching the, U- the new and up and coming talent in the NBA face off. We'll get things going here with the Portland Trail Blazers matching up with the San Antonio Spurs. And the Blazers won 95 89. 20 points from uh, Trent Jr., and Baldwin IV had 16 points. I'm not familiar with those two guys' games. I hadn't get a chance to watch that game. The Miami Heat beat the Utah Jazz 98 to 90. The Sacramento Kings topped the Memphis Grizzlies 94-80. The Atlanta Hawks beat the Chicago Bulls 101-93 in a really good game, actually, where Trey Young shined. And the Los Angeles Lakers beat up the New York Knicks 109-92. Uh, what was your favorite game from the day?
0: Um, I think it was definitely the last game. The Knicks-Lakers, it was uh, at one to point 75-50 the Lakers were up. They were playing hot. Everyone was hitting. Josh Hart was incredible last night. Uh, Svee McKaylick was hitting on all cylinders. Um, Mo Wagner did get hurt and hit a little uh, rolled ankle and um, just a minor knee injury. He came back in for a few minutes, but ended up um, leaving the game again, just precautionary reasons to you know not hurt that injury anymore. So Jeff Ayers stepped in and, played some big minutes and played a big role and they were up 25 in like a five minute span. The Knicks went on a 28 to three run and it was actually tied at the end of the third. So, um, you know, the fourth quarter is a really good quarter. See, Makai Luke, like I said, hit back to back threes. And then he, the third one on the next possession went in and out. And the game was just up and down all game for, uh, for Lakers and Knicks fans and everyone in the arena. So I definitely say, Kevin Knox going off versus Josh Hart going off was um, the highlight for my night.
1: Yeah, it's really funny. Right before the Knicks made that monster comeback last night, the uh, the Knicks fans behind us were talking about it and the, they were losing by 25 points. And one guy goes, well, you know, there's one more quarter. And the other Knicks fan goes, man, we're down a quarter. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But it was really fun to watch the game from the Knicks side with a bunch of New Yorkers. Uh, who were loud and proud. Um, I think that uh, Mitchell Robinson had had another pretty decent game. He was altering shots in the post pretty much uh, quite a bit. His plus minus was pretty, uh, pretty bad at, at negative 33. So <laughs> some issues there. Uh, had 13 points and uh, three blocks. So that was pretty impressive. And then you said it, uh, Kevin Knox, 29 points, uh, two assists, nine rebounds. Uh, unbelievable performance he hit a bunch of three-pointers especially in the third quarter went on a pretty nasty tear now granted that entire comeback was basically against the lakers second unit which is very very bad (laughs) so once they put their starters back in the game evened out but what are your thoughts on Knox uh, tonight? Uh, you said he was your favorite performance there. Him against Josh Hart, who had another strong game as well. Seven turnovers for Knox. What do you? Is there anything to that, or is that just what happens when you're high usage?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think it's high usage. He was uh, the best player in their team tonight, and he shot the ball real well tonight. So it just comes down to him needing the ball. like the Knicks needed the ball in his hands for uh, in that comeback. He was a major part of that. He hit multiple threes. He's really strong and really quick. He's really impressed me and a lot of other people. So I'm not worried about the turnovers that much, um, especially just with how good he played outside of that. Um, See, I loved Kevin Knox, the way he played. I think the Knicks fans are extremely happy. They passed on Michael Porter Jr. Um, It took him a little bit to get over that. But yeah, I was really impressed with Kevin Knox for sure.
1: And Josh Hart, again, he doesn't belong in the summer league. It's kind of like a cheat code. 27 points, um, six rebounds, three assists, and only one turnover. And, you know, juxtaposing with Knox, who had the ball a lot and turned it over seven times as a rookie, Josh Hart took tremendous care of the ball, even though he was facing double teams and doing a lot of driving to the bucket. Some, he had a pretty nasty dunk that might show up on Center if he's lucky uh, earlier in the game, which was really impressive as well. I remember I saw a report uh, a little earlier yesterday that uh, LeBron James had actually brought up Josh Hart's summer league performances when he was talking to yeah. mm-hmm. Magic Johnson So and, and Rob Link, I thought that was interesting, too. So the king is aware of Josh Hart as a useful <laughs> piece down there in Los Angeles.
0: Someone who, you know, if Josh Hart plays hot enough, we could see him play a lot of minutes over Contavius Caldwell-Pope. We could see KCP maybe being, um, you know, tra- a trade piece at the deadline in February. So if he continues to play like this, especially if uh, Spee McKay-Luke continues to play at this rate or something close to it, if he if he can shoot at the same rate. Um, you know, there's a lot of guards and a lot of forwards on this Lakers team. so. Definitely interesting to see, you know, what kind of role Hart would play, uh, you know, this year.
1: So well, moving on uh, to another game that we had yesterday, the Utah Jazz uh, losing to the Miami Heat. Grayson Allen did end up playing. He had 17 points and seven rebounds, and a pretty nasty dunk as well. Uh, so that was an uh, it was good to see him. I got to watch that game for a little bit. Uh, so pretty impressive there. Uh, again, not too much on the Miami Heat side. Um, they just kind of had a team win there. Bam Adebayo had 24 points in nine boards. So there's a big performance for for the big man there in Miami. And, uh, you know, that's about it. Any thoughts on some of the other games today?
0: Uh, well, I did get to see um, the Trey Young versus... Uh, Wendell Carter Jr. matchup that that game was a really good game really close all game so just really impressed with Wendell Carter Jr. still um, I think he's going to be a really good player in the NBA Chandler Hutchinson continues to kind of struggle and a lot of the other guys on the you know on that team struggled and um, you know they Trey Young was so bad in the first couple of summer league games and the guards for the, uh, the Chicago Bulls just couldn't stop the three-point shot. So, um, you know, kind of disappointing loss as a team for the Bulls, but Wendell Carter Jr., man, he looks real good.
1: Disappointing that Marvin Bagley was out of the uh, the Sacramento-Memphis game with a hip injury, so he won't be playing anymore. He's out a week or two. So he should be done for summer league, and he was uh, their high draft pick. Uh, the Kings did get the victory, and they're now 1-2. and two. So they aren't – Justin Jackson had 20 points. That's about it. He was just pretty much a pure scorer in the game. And Harry Giles had 11 and 12. So a double-double from him. Um, I got to watch the end of that game with some of the family members of the Memphis players, and they were really excited. Uh, A little bit of a comeback there at the end, but eventually Memphis kind of dropped the ball there. Uh, Ivan Rabb had 17 points and Wayne Selden had 17 points as well for the Grizzlies. The last, okay. game we, uh, the last game to recap is San Antonio and Portland. The Portland Trail Blazers topped the Spurs 95-89. Uh, not much to see there. Again, we talked about San Antonio not really having any uh, the NBA rotation players on their summer league team. They had a lot of uh, double-digit scores, uh, though, so they had some good team basketball going there. Portland had a good performance from Gary Trent Jr., like I said, 20 points. Mm. And then uh, John Jenkins, their shooting guard, had – 13 points and um, a rebound and assist. So it's pretty much it for the San Antonio and Portland game.
0: Yeah. Um, Gary Trent Jr. And Wayne Wade Baldwin, the fourth really did have good games each. Uh, Wade Baldwin has been real good. I, I haven't looked at his exact stats, but I know he's somewhere around like 16, seven and seven for summer league averages. Um, so you know, he's pretty much working his way into maybe at least a two way contract, maybe um, you know, some sort of partially guaranteed contract. So, you know, it's players like that. And Gary Trent Jr., he could be doing the same thing. It's players like that trying to make the roster. They play good in summer league. Troy Copain of the Orlando Magic just signed a deal, a two way contract. Um, you know, so we're seeing more of these. And when you're on a summer league team, not guaranteed a contract, but there's a few of them. And the few people who will get a two way contract. So, um, you know, it's definitely great to see out of guys like Wade Baldwin, who is a former first round pick, and Gary Trent Jr. as well.
1: So, one of the most interesting players of the 2018 Summer League is Trey Young of Atlanta. A uh, big time scorer in college, but had issues with efficiency and defense. Uh, so far in three games, he's been averaging pretty high minutes, 15 points a game on 33% from the field with six assists. So what are your thoughts on Trey Young as an NBA prospect, as a summer league player? What do you think about this guy moving forward?
0: Well yeah, he shot better today. He shot well, he shot seven for 19. I guess you could say that's better. Um, he made se- all, all of his shots were three pointers. Um, so yeah, he's got the potential to be a really good three point shooter, but still just the decision making and like driving to the hoop, um, questionable passes. You know, he jumps up in the air and doesn't know what to do with the ball, which results in four to six turnovers a game, especially in, um, you know, uh, Atlanta, where his usage usage rate will be pretty high. Um, I'm just kind of scared for how you know how bad he's going to be on the court for that team if he cannot shoot well, because if he's not hitting threes, he's not really doing anything else. Um, he's got a few assists per game. um, he had five assists last night. So I think he's an intriguing prospect. He's got a lot of, a lot to work on, um especially just his basketball i q so um, yeah, we talk about him all the time, but I think it just comes down to he's gotta have more control on the court and make just make better decisions.
1: I think when the his fellow rookie herder comes back from injury, that will be helpful to have shooters to kick to. Uh he does have some flashes. I just think it's gonna come down to whether or not he can shoot and whether or not his size issues really, really damage the team defensively against NBA guards. I can't imagine Russell Westbrook <laughs> barreling down the court or John Wall and Trey Young trying to, to hold a candle to that is gonna be yeah.
0: interesting. I mean the thing for with him on defense is like a, a big not even a big man, like a, a forward power forward maybe even a smaller center will set a screen and he'll just get knocked over by it or like when you know other offensive guards um you know they'll like wrap their left arm around a player try to push him away to create some space they do it all the time and Trey Young just gets pushed around so um his defense isn't terrible but he's got to get stronger as well it's just another thing for him to work on getting in the weight room more um so for as good as his three point shooting can be and as flashy as he is on the court, his passing is pretty good sometimes. Um, just decision-making and lack of experience. It's summer league. He's, he's got to get used to the game. The NBA game is way different than college basketball. So, you know, he's an intriguing prospect. Just I'm not a fan at the moment.
1: I noticed last night that he really struggled finishing at the rim as well. I think his entire day looks a lot different if he makes those four or five layups that mm-hmm. he missed. I mean, if you add another 10 points to that performance, then he's going to have, yeah, you know, the best performance of mean, the night. I mean, if he's
0: so. got, if he's 11 for 19 rather than 7 for 19, it looks a lot better. And again, that comes down to he gets in the hoop and maybe expects to be fouled. He jumps up in the air, either, you know, trying to take a layup or looking for someone to pass. And neither of those two things worked. So, and it results in a turnover or a missed shot. So, um, You know, like I said, he's just got a lot to work on.
1: Speaking of players, uh, so moving on to some of the points leaders and the Summer League statistical leaders for this go-around 2018 Vegas Summer League, we have uh, John Collins leading in points with 24 points per game of Atlanta. And Josh Hart from the Lakers, 23.3. Kevin Knott from the Knicks, 23.3. Malik Monk from Charlotte is averaging 23 points per game. Trevon Blewett from New Orleans is averaging 21 points per game. For rebounds, Tyler Dorsey of Atlanta is averaging 14 per game, which is pretty impressive. Emil Jefferson from Minnesota, 13 per game. Ante Zizek for Cleveland at 12. And then Thomas Bryant and Jared Allen of Washington and Brooklyn, respectively, each averaging 12. When we come to assists, Chris Chioza from Washington has nine per game. We discussed Wade Baldwin. From Portland, pretty solid player there. Eight a game. Frank Mason, the third from Sacramento, with eight. And then Shaq Harris of Phoenix and Daniel Hamilton of OKC, both at 6.7 assists per game.
0: All right, so let's dive into some of these games for today. Wednesday, July 11th, the first round of the bracket here at the NBA Summer League. Um, The first game is at 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll start with the Clippers and the Wizards. Um, the next game, just following that a few minutes later, uh, 1.30 is the Kings and the Cavs. Following that, the Nets, Rockets, Bulls and Mavs, Pistons and Timberwolves, Hawks, Pacers, Raptors against the Nuggets, and ending off the night, the Warriors and the Hornets. Which games are you looking at um, later today to, uh, to watch and any players specifically you want to look at in the first round?
1: I haven't got a chance to watch any of the Cavaliers games uh, to watch Colin Sexton specifically. So I want to check him out in, in the earlier slate. And then I'm also interested in watching the Minnesota and Detroit game because I haven't got a chance to watch either of those teams play either. So I should be able to see almost every team play at least one game before I punch my ticket and get out of here. And so that's exciting to see. Um, interested in see what Trey Young does against Indiana we just discussed him at length and then uh i want to watch my man joe key the seven footer from china who plays on the houston rockets go up against brooklyn
0: yeah definitely should be interesting to see Trey young against indiana i'm a big fan of aaron holiday defensively and i think he's got a a high offensive potential to some extent so um you know seeing what a good defender there isn't there's not many really good defenders in the summer league so Aaron Holiday is going to be super interesting against Trey Young. Um, You know, none of these games are really intriguing to me, but I do want to continue to watch uh, Shea Gilders alexander for the Clippers, Jerome Robinson. Those two, I think, that could be the backcourt of the future for them um, to go against a team like Washington. Like we keep saying, they have Thomas Bryant. Um, They don't really have any more NBA prospects, though. they just got a, a team... Uh, Filled with G League players, probably guys who will not make the roster or maybe not even get two-way contracts, but really interested in the Clippers team in the Summer League as well.
1: We have five undefeated teams left in the NBA Summer League tournament. That's the Denver Nuggets, Houston Rockets, Los Angeles Lakers, Phoenix Suns, and Portland Trail Blazers. Of those five teams, which do you think has the best chance of winning the tournament?
0: You know, being a Lakers fan, I'd love to say the Lakers again. Um, But at the moment, I'm just not sure if anyone's going to beat the Suns. They have DeAndre Ayton, um, Mikhail Bridges, who hasn't played too well, but they also have Josh Jackson, who is an NBA starter, NBA role player right now. Um, They have a bunch of younger guards as well. So, um, you know, if Dragon Bender can do anything in the summer league, I think that's a plus for them. Um, I really like the Suns in this one I think Portland's got some good guards as well like we just talked about and um, they have Zach Collins who's playing really well so I'd say the Lakers are up there and you know but I think it's really the Suns and the Blazers probably uh, you know the two two of the best teams so far um, in the summer league what are your thoughts on that
1: I think that. The Houston Rockets are a dark horse contender because uh, DeAnthony Melton of USC has been playing very well lately. They have size in Joe Key and uh, just overall play really good team basketball within their system, play good team defense. And anytime you have a, a team that's disciplined in summer league, uh, they can do do some nice things. So I think that Houston has an outside chance, If, uh, but I certainly agree the Phoenix Suns. Are probably in the driver's seat to win this thing.
0: That is about all the time we have today on the Wednesday edition of the Dash Radio's NBA Summer League special. Again, I am TJ, your host today. You can find me on Twitter, AES Taylor, Instagram, Lakers Taylor. Got a few days left here at the Summer League. Our last show is tomorrow on Thursday uh, with me. Again, Jeremiah Witten. You can find him on Twitter, all social media at Jer Witten. And do you have any last words for us today?
1: As any of you listeners, if you're interested in what you hear now, uh, make sure you check out our social media. We've got some exciting new things coming out, some website stuff, and we're going to be doing some more giveaways. So keep your eyes peeled and keep those retweets coming.
0: All right. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow.